the Arab Hadith people, if you ask them, they say, no, hell is fire and, and heaven is wine and women and, 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 and grapes and things like that. In other words, you indulge yourself materially. What bothered the Sufis about this is that they said the greatest sin is indulgence. And how could Allah reward you with what is sin? That al-Hadith said, because in the hereafter it is no longer sin. So for example, fornication is nothing that about fornication that is inherently wrong. It's only wrong because God says don't do it on this earth. And if God would have said do it, then you should do it. Or yeah. So in the hereafter, if you, as, as much as much indulgence you have in that as you want, it's not wrong. The, the, the spiritualists, the Sufis in particular, and those influenced by Sufis thought, even Ghazali, for example. So people like Ghazali said, well, you know, this is for the simple-minded. Those who are not truly pious, in other words, they only understand materialism. So on, in heaven, they're given materialism. You know, what they like is to drink and to eat and to, to have fun. So the, the God will give them that. But as a person's spirit, the, those who have higher spirits, they realize that the true joy is the joy of knowledge, to know, and then they realize that to know is to know God, and to know God is to love God, and so that the true, the, 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 and, and to love God is to have the, the, the burning desire and yearning to, to unite with God and see God. First see God, then unite with God. And so their heaven is going to be, to be given that burning desire. In other words, their heaven is not going to be women and wives, if they're men, of course, or lesbian, but is going to be to be allowed to see the Almighty and to revel in the presence of the Almighty Eternal, very much like the angels. I mean, nothing more do you want than to be in that presence. The Ghazali was sort of a combination of a Sufi and a theologian, traditional theologian. But Mullah Sadra, for example, or others like Ibn Arabi and so on, refused the idea of material presence. They said it's a delusion. When the Quran says that there are women and wine, etc., it's not that they exist in any material sense, but that you, you are allowed to indulge in the enjoyment that are true to your nature. So if you are, you know, if you're a simplistic moron whose real pleasure is to have as much intercourse as possible, and you refrain from this earth and you control yourself, etc., etc., then your state of mind is to enjoy it over and over and over again. And you like it, so you're happy. But if you have reached higher levels and your true pleasure is to revel in the ultimate form of beauty, which is Allah, then that will be what you will be given in your state of mind to revel in the ultimate beauty, which is Allah. Uh, and then you, you get into other things like uh, being with loved ones, for example which is, of course, an enormous thing in itself, that what if your ultimate beauty, I mean, the ultimate desire or yearning is to live in the presence of someone that you love, with Allah. Now, here, here you get into all these complex things about the nature of reality and all of that, because what if this person goes to hell? But that is your true pleasure 
is 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 to be. Now, so can Allah create dual reality? One of which is in hell, and the other in which you live with. The truth is, we really do not know because once you start going out the span of time and gravity, conceptions of reality. I mean, this is like someone trying to describe the feelings of a black hole. I mean, you know, there are a lot of, I don't know if you've read this, people who write articles about how it would feel to fall in a black hole. The truth of the matter is no one can know, because no one did. But we can, we can imagine as if on, on, you know, fast forward in a video, but increase it by a hundred times. I can understand it logically, but not conceptually. I can't really internalize it at all. And I think heaven and hell is something that can be felt on this earth, but cannot be understood intellectually. I think it's in, in the Quran itself uh, comes very, you know, it says, in other words, we're trying to describe to you the affair of the hereafter. It simply says, things will be different. It's as if there's no point to try to even explain to you how. And I, and I think that you can feel it because I, you meet people who have such an incredible internal bliss. It's as if, as if they are experiencing heaven on this earth, regardless of what happens in their life. And you have people who have such an internal hell inside of them. Meaning they are constantly anxious, constantly worried, constantly insecure, constantly afraid, constantly out of control. It's as if they are experiencing a living hell on this earth. And I think that comes closest to experiencing what heaven would be or what hell would be.